Hey there, welcome to the U. Uh, I'm Chris. Got Craig and Joe with me. Everybody doing okay tonight? Doing okay. How are you guys? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, you know, it's uh, the end of a Monday on which I didn't work, so I, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> Something is going on with Ohio and Tennessee internet tonight because we're getting a little pop. Bear with us. We're doing the best we can. If you really want to complain, underscore shout. You can just yell away at him. And what do you know? Well, yeah. good thing your internet's so bad that I don't think they caught all of that. So. <laughs> good point. Yeah, I know it's funny. I think it's all of our internets, but but who knows? We'll we'll figure it out. Um. Okay. So today. I love these YouTube creators, and I hate to bash anybody. I, I got to find I'm a little bit confused by this one. I hate to say it because it would be nice to have this creator on sometime, and maybe they can explain, but I've been watching Laura Farms lately, and those who know me for any length of time are like, Chris, you're the anti-farmer. I'm not outdoors guy. I'm not let's go plant a field guy or anything, but I don't know. It it's interesting. Um, her name's Laura. Um, I think it's saying that she farms. That's not her last name or anything. Um, she's just out of college. Uh, she recently got married. Uh, we meet her husband Grant, which I don't know. Grant Grant's a typical farmer. I I don't want to make fun of these people because these people are just they put themselves out there. But Grant's your stereotypical farmer. I don't think we met her dad in this no. episode. Okay. Her dad comes up a lot. Um, it's intriguing. I don't know. I mean, I know people in the farm have internet. I, I'm not saying they're all Amish people. But what intrigued me about it was that she wanted to be a YouTube star. And I'm probably thinking, like, her dad's probably like, oh, put your internet away. Put your phone away. It's time to farm. <laughs> but her dad's got a YouTube channel, too. Yeah. Is this a new thing with farmers, or are they all wanting to be no. YouTube stars? No. Well, it's maybe not. Maybe it's a little different for being a YouTube star. But being internet connected as a farmer is more the norm than not because right. nowadays right. – Everybody utilizes technology in the farming business to help more efficiently run their farm. So being a YouTube star, yeah, maybe a little bit unique, but certainly not unique to be, uh, as you would say, Amish. They're not very Amish anymore, if that's ever been the case. Um, like my dad was a farmer growing up, and they didn't have the technology that they once that they do now, but every farmer, if you're a good farmer, you have the technology that you need because it helps you plan, it helps you keep tabs on what's, you know, what's going good, what's not going good and just, you know, more efficiently plant and make sure that you maximize the land that you use. Yeah, and so I was amazed. They can track on iPad which fields they plant, which rows they plant and everything. Oh yeah. Maybe I could be a farmer under this. Like before watching this, I'm like, <laughs> man, I could never be a farmer. Uh, but Apparently, it shows you where, where to go, where not to go. Yep. Yeah. I'm well, shocked. You know, with, with so, I mean, it's so important, too, with like, um, you know, with crop rotations. And, and, and when you're talking about some of the, you know, you know, to get the yields that, that 
are required to make it even worth doing because we all know how difficult it can be to to be to be a farmer uh you know in this day and age you know that that all that stuff is like it's crucial to keep track of you know right um and you know and with especially being connected like that um and not that necessarily that's what this video or channel is about but yeah in terms of being tech savvy oh yeah i imagine they're you know they can they can run circles around around uh, me probably for example so I would encourage you there are a lot of good videos I I think in the future when we do these things I when I suggest something you guys say yes let's do it instead of just saying hey let me watch the newest one with you guys I think I'm going to just pick my all time favorite because I gotta admit the one we saw confused me more than a little bit and yeah. again if Laura, if you're out there watching or listening or Grant or Dad or whatever is out there, I, I, I'm, it's friendly criticism. I, I don't – it seem like really nice people. I don't want to sit there and just start ripping them from, from shred to shred. Um, because, Craig, as you're saying, the second half of the show, that's most of what Laura Farms is all about. You're seeing them in the field. Uh, they go to their shop and everything. And, you know, it's good – COVID time entertainment. You watch the family farm and everything. Well, they go to this thing where I, uh, what do you guys think about the mystery box? I think maybe when I was a kid, maybe once my dad said, you know, there's like a grab bag of stuff where you buy the box for a buck and there's a bunch of crap in there or whatever. Um, I, I see that a lot more on YouTube. Like, there was a Mystery Box video of Mr. Beast where, you know, he's spending millions on Mystery Box and, oh, you got all this great stuff and everything. But that's Mr. Beast's big rewards guy. I have never heard of a farm. Some guy at a farm going, ooh, I'm going to go buy a Mystery Box. I, I was, like, was this a stunt just for YouTube? Was this... Yeah, I kind of I kind of wonder if it was like the lead-in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a a clever. Hey, let's do this. Okay, now here's what we normally do. Still, you know, I mean, because it did seem kind of like a little disjointed. You know what I mean? From what was clearly the main portion of the video, right? Right. Right. Okay. I just made, I'm and I, and I'm just making sure I'm like maybe I missed something because. Yeah, maybe I missed something. <laughs> yeah. When I saw the title, and, and you guys asked me for the video, I'm like, yeah. I'm you guys for it. I just said, okay, we're going to just do the last one. And I, I quickly grabbed the link, went to send it to you. I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. And it said, Mystery Box. I'm like, whoa. But I got busy. It was just a crazy day. So I'm like, ah, screw it. And I watched it at the end of the day. I'm like, huh, I, I don't know what to think about this. <laughs> Here's the other thing, and again, busy day. I may have just zoned out for the first 30 seconds. I couldn't figure out, okay, this couple are like most farmers. They're going out at early morning. You, know, you get up early morning, get ready to farm, and you farm. It looks like they're buying this mystery box at 2 in the morning in the back of some gas station. I'm like sitting here like it's one thing if they just go to a nice barn raising garage sale and they buy this box from a lady. I, I mean, I was shocked that it wasn't like a drug dealer. Like somebody was putting in pot in the box or something crazy. But again, not, not accusing them of doing anything weird. I'm just saying they. it was like in the back of a 
gas station. It looked like whoever sold them the box just left the box there. But, I mean, it sounded like a real shady deal for a farming area. And they're in yeah, Nebraska. I mean, you know, it, it's, it is weird because I, I, you see those things regularly around here, and it's like at a warehouse. They'll advertise it for a couple of weeks, you know, mm-hmm. and it'll be like, hey, yeah, come down. And, you know, it'll be pallets for, you know, 200 400 $600, you know, the different sizes and values and whatnot. And it's tools and blah, 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 whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, not usually picked up like this that I've seen. <laughs> well, and, and this is a small. I, I mean, I know it's set. Well, it's not set. Their farm is in Nebraska. I mean, it's real life. But I, I'm sitting here like, I'm sure that farm is a nice community. Probably not a ton of crime there. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to the back of a gas station, even a nice community, to pick up stuff. I mean, we live in cities. Could you imagine? I mean, we're going to get done with this about 11. Could you imagine if my last words to you guys were, hey, I bought this mystery pallet. So I'm going to go downtown, uh, go back to the gas station. I mean, you guys are going to be like, stop, or, okay, Chris is dead. You know, he's not coming around anymore. I mean, it's just very, just very weird. It was all, it, it, it all seemed very theatrically staged uh you know they okay. said that they bought they basically it said they said they bought this off of a person on facebook yeah. who i'm guessing maybe they bought it off amazon like you can buy you can i mean it's not uncommon to do this you can buy mystery pallets like joe said you go to a warehouse but you can also buy mystery boxes on amazon that right. are just filled with stuff and you know you just you you hope that you get something, but you know they made it seem like and they you know when they got the kitty litter box or whatever they made it sound like it could be drugs or something. And it's like basically they just they made it sound like it was more than not, more than it really was when it was a woman who bought a bunch of car parts and didn't know what any of it was and didn't want it, so she just gave it away for two hundred dollars. And they knew exactly. I think they actually knew pretty well what they were getting out of it i mean it's mystery okay. to a degree but I, I think they kind of probably knew what they were getting because you know, he mentioned you could see the box that had a, had a name brand on it and some of the things might have been a mystery but i think overall they kind of knew what they were getting into so they weren't exactly like taking a risk on this and, and it was yeah. this this whole thing was i think it was just a coup to get people to click on it because you know, okay. you're kind of curious you know these I'm looking on YouTube right now. There's mystery box unboxings where there's hundreds of thousands of views and, you know, people, people make a, a career out of it on YouTube, just, you know, opening up these mystery boxes. And then here we have, you know, three minutes out of a 17 minute video dedicated to a mystery box. And then the rest of it's sort of talking about farming, which is fine. Like I said, you know, my, my family grew up as farmers and that's great, yeah. but. You know, they also kind of try to give us this woe is me. We bought a $200 mystery pallet when if you look inside, they're in this multi-thousand dollar pole barn that, that was built oh, yeah. with all of these like gorgeous looking brand new machines and four wheelers and, you know, whatever that you would ride around in a in a farm. And they make it sound like they've taken this big risk on this pallet when it's probably a somewhat drop in the bucket for them to spend $200 on it. And then we get into the real video, which is about them farming and, you know, which is fine. But again, you get a little bit more of the, you know, it's so expensive to be a farmer. But then when you look up who these people are, you know, this woman who is like 20 
20 something years old is like her net worth is like a hundred thousand dollars. There aren't a lot of farmers right. out there that have that kind of net worth. Right. So, right. Um, right. you know, and they've got like 2000 acres of land, which is way bigger than a normal, you know, farm. So I'm sure they're doing fairly well and I get it. It's very expensive to be a farmer, but I don't think that they feel the struggle as much as other farmers probably do in the country. Yeah, she had a video. And the other thing I'm trying to figure out is like on this YouTube, it, it's like watching an old Seinfeld. You don't know what season one is compared to season 10 or whatever. Well, when she started, she was in college and now she's married. I don't know if her and her husband have a separate farm. Her dad has another farm. Like it started out where they were working for her dad, but do they have a separate farm now or something? I, I'm, I'm unclear about the whole thing. And, and you know what? I wonder, hey, I, I'm in the mood to try to get hold of these people. Um, maybe we get a hold of them and say, was that stuff that you really bought or was that stuff you just planted out there, you know? You know it's like a white elephant gift giveaway and you bring yeah. your own stuff. Right. Which right. is okay. It wouldn't be a felony. I mean, yeah. you know. I wouldn't be shocked if they actually purchased it. I just you know, the idea that it was such a mystery to them of what they were getting when the guy literally said, oh, well, there's this, you know, whatever the name brand he recognized on a box. Like, it wasn't like the palette was, like, overly sealed up and everything. Like, they had access to see what some of the boxes were. So right. it's not like, I mean, they, and they knew in advance that they were getting auto, auto uh, you know, automobile equipment. I mean, they made they made mention of it, you know, so... I think it was just like Joe said, sort of a nice way for them to get people hooked into their real video, which is of them farming. But I will say it's kind of a unique explainer because, you know, even for you, Chris, you know, you, you thought, you know, most farmers might be like, you know, living in the 19th century or something and and may not have the iPads and capabilities of doing things. But that's that's what, you know, modern farming is, is it's being technology, you know, technologically savvy and being able right. to maximize your crop yield, being able to maximize the planting and where everything's planted. So you have no wasted space one way or another. Right. Everything right. is efficient because farmers, even the rich ones, and I'm not saying that they're rich and I'm not saying they're poor. And I'm not trying to say that they don't have financial struggles like other farmers do, but you know, that's a big key when you're buying $300,000 equipment like what they have, you know, you need to maximize that. And that's part of it is having the technology set up in it. Part of it's having, you know, the ability to maximize your crop yield, whatever you're planting. Yeah. I wonder if these YouTube guys are becoming like my TLC. Because, you know, we talked about this. And <laughs> the, the couple that we're playing on talking about next week is Squirmy and Grubs. They could be a TLC couple, you know, like the lady's really attractive and she's married to a quadriplegic. And you're like, man, am I on YouTube or am I on TLC? And I make fun of my wife for the show she watches, but I think I'm watching the same thing. I mean, I think this Laura Farms could be a TLC show. Yeah. I, even Dame Drops. I, I, I was on another Dame Drops kick the other night where he follows people around and eats the same thing they do at restaurants. And it was just, he was a little bit goofy the other night. It was amusing to watch. But I'm watching, this is my version of TLC. You know, she's probably upstairs right now watching Nine Day Fiance. I'm going to go up and make fun of her. But 
the stuff I'm watching is the same thing. I think I don't know. <laughs> it's a different channel, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just YouTube. Yeah, medium. yeah, that's it. It's it's all want to be. Um, well, I hate to say that it's me. It's almost people want to be on TLC. It's their own, their own private version of it. Well, it's, I mean, um, it's just it's just kind of like the uh, not um, sort of like the farm system pun not intended. But you know, yeah. it, it, it almost really is. It's because let's face it, we've we've had YouTube now long enough that people have very much become quote unquote legitimate celebrities because of their YouTube presence. Yeah. You know, see, so, uh, I don't like that's what it is. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering. Like, I I saw an interview with Mr. Beast on his channel where they're like, "Well, does anybody else want you? Like, have you ever gotten pursued by network?" Or, uh, and he said Netflix is after him. But he's like, "Look, I'm making more money. I'm having more fun. I can do whatever I want." Yeah. Where even Netflix, which is pretty, you know, I mean, they're pretty lax on their standards. Yeah, you know, Netflix will give you rules. Um, I, I got to say, Norm McDonald, one of my favorite comedians, he had a YouTube uh, podcast, which was hysterical. And Netflix bought it out, and I'm sure they paid him for it, but it got it lost a little bit of its edge when it won Netflix. You know, so, I don't know. Any thoughts on the farming? I, I got to say, I'm not a big farmer by trade. It's it just, to me... It's not hysterical like a Dame Drops or something like that. It's nice, gentle viewing. If I'm sitting here doing my day job, it's viewing I can have in the back where I don't have to stare at the TV the whole time. You know, when Grant comes out, I chuckle a little bit because he's he's goofy. and I, It's kind of nice, relaxing viewing. I, I, I don't want to say it's a comedy. I don't know. But, but any thoughts on the farming? I nothing about the farming really stuck out to me because I really don't know much about farming. But was there anything from the farming part that struck your attention? Well, I think from the educational perspective, it, it at least shines the light on you know modern farming and and how challenging it can be. Like she mentioned, her neighbor, you know, having some 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 issues with its with their planter, and she was having some issues with her planter and you know, having issues with running out of seed. And, and so I think it's just, it's, it's a nice educational thing. And, you know, there's always going to be a niche for everything on YouTube because it's so digestible. I mean, it's a 12, 15, 20 minute video. You yeah. don't have to, you don't have to produce four hour long videos. Like we don't need to see the, you know, a combine start to finish, you know, over the course of right. the 50 acres right. or whatever. And I think that's sort of the nice thing about it is you don't have to do all that and still get your point across and you've made something like farming accessible to everybody. So it's, it's a great thing that they're doing this and getting the word out and, and, you know, letting people kind of understand what modern farming looks like, because I think so many people don't really know enough about it and they, they just kind of pass it off. But you know, how many times I can't count how many times in Ohio, especially on my way to Fremont, you'd see all those signs about one in six jobs is, is agriculture. And it's the, you know, one of the largest employers in the state of Ohio. And, and so it's really important. And people sometimes forget and lose track of how important farming really is to what they eat and what, you know, clothes they make and, and just, you know, how everything kind of comes together, not just eating food or going to the grocery store, but how it impacts everything. Um, she's kind of an attractive woman, and it was funny. 
Um, well, not funny. I, I don't think this is funny at all, but uh, I, I saw a question and answer session with her where she just sat there on a picnic bench and said, hey, ask me questions. And it was like live and you got to ask questions. Kind of creepy. Uh, every other one, oh, thanks for telling me I look nice, but I get that all the time. And, you know, you kind of wonder if there's creepy internet people out there. And um, I was curious. They were like, check out Grant's Instagram page. So I checked it out. And there was just a nice picture of him standing by his wife. Hey, I'm a lucky man. And uh, the comments were, my gosh, they're like, hey, you. That's the only reason why she married you. You're rich and all this other stuff. I don't know. I, I think these YouTube creators probably get the same kind of junk that other people do. So. Oh, I'd say maybe even maybe even more so. I, I yeah. would say uh, some of the YouTube uh, creators, unfortunately, catch more flack because people see them as somehow more accessible or, mm -hmm. you know, well, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah, but they're not putting themselves out there for abuse. Right. You know, you don't uh, hold up with that garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that over the weekend. It was like, no, you, nobody should have to suffer abuse. Stop that. Yeah. No. But yeah, I agree, Craig. I think it's I think it's great that there's more uh, creators producing content like this that might be kind of oddly enough non traditional for YouTube. You know, um, right? Or I mean, and now of course everything it's it's proliferating, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, people should know where food comes from. That sounds simplistic, but it's really not, you know. Right, and, and, and it, you, know, you know, this is a this is a, a, a channel for it for sure. And if you can find niche, go for it. I mean, heck, if I thought people would be interested in watching, if I put a camera on me doing digital production, and if I can make money on YouTube doing that, that'd be fine. I, I really don't know if anybody would be interested, unless you're a conspiracy theorist to think journalists are trying to, you know, do crazy things. But I don't know. <laughs> well, you never yeah, know. But, yeah. You never know what people are going to be interested in until you put it on YouTube, and you yeah, know, it sometimes just spreads like wildfire. You know, where I mean, you just I don't know. I mean, there's some things that you probably know are going to get a lot of hits, but then you know. There's other things where, I mean, just people, you know, watching people play video games or review movies or talk about this. Or, I mean, you just never know what's going to catch on, really. Well, I'm good with us still doing YouTube shows, but maybe we need to get like a $2 mystery box at the beginning of each show and do a minute or two of, hey, here's a mystery box. It's a candy bar. Whoa. You know, and then we'll start talking about YouTube. And then if we ever have a show reviewing us, they'll be like, why did you do the mystery box at the beginning? And if they ever interview us on their show, we'll be like, hey, it's because of that Laura Farms video where yeah. she kowtowed to it. It'll be great. Oh, I, I got to give, speaking of comments, um, I'm doing a little bit more reporting over the past week. I mean, nothing official is going on, but... Uh, we're, we're playing around, I guess, is the best way of putting it, with some different ideas at work. Um, I got to tell you guys, I don't really read the comments too much because in my digital production that's really not what we do y'all out there who read these internet stories and everything not everything has things to do with biden or trump uh i wrote a story over the weekend about uh we were looking at ohio state ticket prices for the upcoming game against notre dame and how they're just sky high which makes sense. Ohio State's a traditional football powerhouse. So is Notre Dame. 
And there was so many like, oh, in Biden's America. I'm like, there's demand for tickets. It's all, it doesn't matter who your right. president is. Or, right. I'm like, what are we talking about? I mean, yeah. Dude, if you, if you, five, five years ago, there would have been demand for tickets. Five years before that, there would have been demand for Five years before that, five years. Come on. Yeah. That's silly. Stop it. Well, Just, they seem the, really, spoiling for a fight. <laughs> they seem really crazy right now in the resale market. It's like, at the present moment, it was like three hundred bucks, uh, forty hundred bucks, depending on where you sit. Which, hey, it's a popular game. Seems a little high for May when the game's not until September. But you know, hey, some people like to spend lots of money on football tickets. The comment that made the most sense was somebody say, "Hey, I'll watch on TV." I'm like, "Great, if you watch on TV, fine." I don't, just don't bring Trump and Biden to all of your discussions. It's like so weird. Dumb. I, I, all right. Um, any other thoughts of what we should talk about next week? Or you want to just uh, do scrimming grubs because we actually have an idea instead of yeah. at this time going, oh, crap, what do we watch? Yeah, the only yeah, other suggestion would I would have would be uh, maybe uh, find a, a real unboxing video and, and watch okay, them well, unbox an Amazon video. That's just well, me, you know, just a thought. How about this, Craig? Since we don't have one at the second, why don't you find something good? Because it means you've got a good thing with that. Yeah, you know, something humorous that we'd enjoy. Okay. For next, well, not next week, but the week after. Um, okay. Yeah, let's check out Scrimmy and Grubs. I'm going to actually have to find one that I've seen and enjoyed. I've, there's been a couple lately. I'm like, ooh, I'm not sure. Um, uh, so Squirmy and Grubs, who's Squirmy? Do you know, is Squirmy the girl or the guy? I believe it's the guy. The guy. And Grubbs is the girl. Okay. Um, yeah, they're a unique couple. Um, the guy has... Um, he's a... Um, he's in a wheelchair. I'm not exactly sure what put him in the wheelchair. Uh, but after he was in the wheelchair, he met um, the woman. She's an attractive woman. She's fallen in love with him. They're married. Uh, it's a unique relationship because she serves as his caregiver. Um, so she's washing him up. She's helping him go to the bathroom, all that other stuff. But they're in a committed relationship. And they talk a lot about what they go through. Uh, I'm going to have to find a good video for a watch. There's been some recently going, how are we intimate to each other? I'm not sure if I want to see that for one. And two, I'm not sure how I can talk to you guys about that without, you know, cracking up. Or, <laughs> I don't know. It, it was just weird. It was just like, come on, guys. I, I know it's part of their life, and that's fine. I'm just, you know, we got to pick a video that works well for this show. I guess somebody's going to say Any other thoughts tonight on War no, no. Farms, Groomy and Grubs, or, or or Crazy Internet Comments? No, I mean, I, uh, I do kind of. Uh... I, I think it's interesting that we are now we've got videos now now we're planning out weeks ahead of time. Yeah, this is this is, this is an impressive organization for us. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, pretty soon we need to take payments from YouTube. You know, but people are like, man, I want to be featured in your show. I want to get that bump. You know, hey, <laughs> give right. us a call. That'll be like our advertising plan. You know what I mean? Because for fifty thousand dollars, you can. Be the show. You know, we'll talk about you no matter what, what you're about. So, uh, <laughs> should be good. 
All right, anything uh, we need to promote before we take off? Joe, anything? Um, you're fixing a house in Kentucky, but anything else is going on in your life? Oh, not not particularly. We are uh, entering into, uh, you know, of course, we're uh, the school year is drawing down here, so uh, my son's about to enter into that uh, that what used to seem forever long, but now it was just brief couple of months of summer vacation. We got we got some uh, some travel plans coming up, that sort of thing. But uh, looking forward to slowing down a little bit without having to run for school and everything, you know. Yeah. I, I'm so open to possibly meeting up. I, I am still coming down to Nashville. There is one question that I need to work out with work. Um, writing some more sports stories recently, and the week I'm supposed to take off is the week of the golf tournament. So I, I was a good guy and said, hey, boss, should I take the week off afterwards? And suppose I hear back this week. So We'll, we'll try to figure something out. I, I'm coming the first week or second week of June. It depends on if they need me for golf, for the golf tournament or not. So, yeah, I'm coughing a little bit. It's weird. So, I don't know. All right. Anything else going on for either one of you guys? No. All right. Well, thanks for checking out our show. Uh, next week, we, we're we doing some squirming and grubs. It sounds weird to say. Um, and then, um, yeah, so thanks for checking us out. Um, Laura Farms, good luck. Um, I, I subscribe to you. Uh, like I said, I'm down. We're not making fun. I, I just, I, if you ever come on sometime, you got to explain this mystery box idea. And if you're just saying, hey, it's for the clicks, We'll say good for you, but I'm curious. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out, but good job out there. So uh, thanks for checking out our show. Y'all have a great day, and thanks for checking out the Ohio one. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.